Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Eshin Shoshana, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And in a sense, when I say Zen Wisdom, it's the wisdom of all the different aspects of life, all the different religions, philosophies, all of that. It just comes down to your life itself and how all of these unify in one moment of our life, each moment of our life, to the simple truth of living for all people, all situations, the simple universal, that's what the Dharma is, simple universal realities of life, the phenomena, the laws, and it applies to all beings. It's nothing to believe, it's nothing to use to separate oneself from others, it's nothing to use to Put oneself in a certain, kind of a certain path and not be able to move out of it. It's freedom. And by freedom, I mean the freedom of being utterly available and present to everybody and everything and every moment and finding rich richness in each moment. Finding the wonder of every single day and every single breath. Sometimes we feel sick. Sometimes we, we're, we're, we're very, we feel despair. Sometimes we feel very excited. Sometimes we feel angry. Sometimes we feel very loving. All of those are moments, moments, moments. And they're all included. They're all included. Whatever happens is included. It's not hated, tossed away. It's experienced. And then the next moment comes, and that's experienced. And so nothing is really, nothing is really hated or rejected, ultimately. Sasaki Roshi once said, Zen is to hold the whole world in the palm of your hand. I found that always so beautiful. What did he mean? You know, it takes many, many, many years of practicing for me, anyway, I'm kind of dense. <laughs> but it takes many, many years for one saying to come alive, to be real, to, to, be live, to be lived, to be known. And it's not known in your mind. It's just, oh, I get it. Oh, that's it. To hold the whole world in the palm of your hand. It takes about 50 years sometimes to actualize that actualize it, to even know what the whole world is, to even know what the palm of your hand is, or where it is, or what it is. So instead, we kind of return to the beginning, we focus on very simple realities. You know, it's interesting, we, most of us, many of us spend so much time in philosophy and thinking and trying to know what the true answer is, what's real, what isn't real. We dwell upon it, read tons of books about it and the truth and that kind of keeps us from actually seeing what's right in front of our eyes what is right here what is real and what isn't it's not a big question it's right here but we don't want to actually be present with what's really here at this moment it's frightening we don't like it we have we dream up a picture of what life is or how it should be or what's coming next or what isn't coming next. Oh my gosh, and all these pictures, so many of them 
fight one another. They conflict with each other. Well, which one's real? Which is true? I can't know what to do or where to go unless I know what's real and true. And Zen says something exactly opposite. Take the next step. Just take that one step and the step will show you where to go. If it's taken truly, directly, and simply, without pretense, just take. let the next step guide you to the one after that. That's really so beautiful. It's similar to theater, actually. Many, many, many years ago when I was... Uh, Working as I was actually an actress for a little while, and then um, other things. But when I was studying acting, I remember that they said when you have a true, authentic moment in a scene, that one true, authentic moment brings the next, and then the next. And it's just, that's life itself. That's the same thing. A true step, one step. Don't use all this so-called conflict which we all create endlessly asking where should I go now what's the answer what's good what's bad what's real what isn't and as we obsess and fixate on those questions without realizing they're just thoughts in our mind just ideas notions we forget to take that step or if we take it we don't even know we're taking it we're so thinking about all of these issues what What's my direction? We take a step. We don't even feel the step. We don't even know we're taking it. And certainly we don't know where we are at this very moment. One true moment leads to the next. Is that ever true? In everything. In everything. And that's what Zen is about. That's it. Practice in taking a true step. Stirring the tea fully paying attention to the tea, paying attention to what's ever right there, really meeting with your life and entering your own life. When you do that, there is innate wisdom within your life, my life, everyone's life about what your your next step. It will take you to your next step. You know, and so much energy and exhaustion and confusion about where to go and what's right and what's wrong and what's good and what's bad. That's all distraction. That will melt away because your concern, your focus will be with what you're doing and what's happening right here, right now. All of these questions we have, and I have plenty of them too, believe me. I think they're intrinsic in the human mind. It's a form of, of not trusting life, not trusting oneself, becoming very prone, very vulnerable to all the different suggestions from all the different people. And, of course, they conflict. They all conflict. And everybody's fighting for their position and fighting for their perception as if it's not real unless everybody else agrees with them. Then it's okay. Then they're valid. Then they're doing what's true reality because everybody else agrees. Not so. Because everybody is living in their own body, in their own mind, in their own karma, in their own reality. And what's real and true and nourishing for you might not be so for someone else. 
each each of us have our own steps to take, our own lessons to learn, our own gifts to give and to receive, many gifts to receive. So interesting this is. And so when I say Zen brings freedom, it frees you to take your steps carefully, mindfully, respectfully, lovingly. When you do that, you're not going to be concerned so much about, oh, I've got to control this one, change that one, make sure this one's doing this, that one's doing that. That's all an escape from taking your own steps carefully and knowing where you're going and what those steps are, letting the steps show you. You know, most of our trying to control and manipulate and change others, it's all a way not to know our own self. When you are walking in your true way, simply, kindly, fulfilling your own dharma, which means full, taking your own steps and, and doing them fully, you'll be affecting many, 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 many people. They'll feel it. They'll see it. They'll, they'll, and they'll, they'll know it. Even if they don't see you, they experience it. It goes into the world. And those who are attuned to you, those who are connected, will benefit greatly, greatly. We are all connected, and yet certain people resonate with others, and that's how it seems to go. And why are we objecting to that natural working of the world and spending our time putting others down or hating them or hurting them? On and on and on. I'm not saying we don't have to take actions, even very strong actions at times, to correct something that's very egregious or protect ourselves and defend a situation. We do. But Zazen doesn't mean not taking action. It means taking beneficial action spontaneously, true to the moment. It's not something we dream up, but it's something that emerges along our pathway in a very positive way, hopefully. Because when we are allowing ourselves to be true to ourselves and real and and honest and, and, and walking along and enjoying our walk, our journey, and meeting those along the path that are congruent, and even not congruent, but meeting them in a good way, we don't have to focus so much on others, others changing, fixing, judging them so much all the time. We don't have to. We don't have to. That's usually a big escape from from taking our own our own walk. And many people say, well where am I walking to? To where? That's a that kind of question Many of us then try to answer by setting goals, creating destinations. This happens, that happens. You can expect, and whatever you're going to focus on and expect, you may very well run into. Can Zen asks us, can we just take the steps without demanding to know where the outcome without forcing ourselves to a certain preconceived outcome, without projecting into the future the past. That's very troubling. You know, we see so many people projecting 
into the future what happened in the past. That's called in psychology the repetition compulsion, or maybe the wheel of karma going around and around, round and around, repetition compulsion, continually repeating the same trauma from the time we were little up till when we were 90. Just continually repeating something over and over, projecting the past and the expectations from the past into the future and into the present. Not just allowing things to be brand new. That's what freedom is. Freedom from the past, freedom from the future. Let it be brand new. This moment, this relationship, no expectations. You could also say, let it reveal itself. Let the flower bloom on its own, in its own way, and be a really different flower. I think it's very dangerous to keep on creating preconceived goals, expectations. We prepare for it to happen. It's as if we've stepped into an alternative reality, a dream. That's not here. It's not happening now. It's in our mind. We heard it's going to happen. We demand it's going to happen. We don't allow life to be new and to present a whole different situation. It will if we allow it. If you look closely, every flower that blooms is not exactly the same as the one that went before. It has its own beauty, its own energy, its own length of time to be blooming here. We don't allow things to be fresh and new, which is what life is when you let it be. So when so many people say, how do I get free? Just take one step fully and let the next come naturally along. Nothing is old unless we are not able and willing to see what's new and fresh right under our eyes. And then we take our steps and we don't live in other people's expectations, projections, or demands. In a sense, it's returning to life itself and being willing to take the walk. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage because we cling to these thoughts, expectations, to keep us safe and secure and to know who we are and where we are. But the funny part is, it does just the opposite. It doesn't make us safe and secure. It makes us unsafe and unwilling and unable sometimes to walk the road we are walking on and to allow it to be as it is. So I just wanted to share that for today. It's there's so many beauties and beautiful teachings and experiences connected to the practice of Zen, as well as, of course, all the other practices around. But this is the one that I have become very connected to over many, many years, and maybe before that as well. And I like to share with others what has been so helpful 
and meaningful to me. So thank you very, very, very much for listening. I really appreciate the um, URL for this podcast. It's www.zenwisdomtoday.com. It's, and my personal email, if you want to write to me about anything, is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you. Have, have a really simple and real day. Bye-bye.